Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land and the House of Sin and Studio Stan, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show podcast, Sin's place for all things sex, health, relationships and identity. So, so, so scandalous. Good evening. You are on the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation tonight. I am Erin. I am joined by the lovely Lisa and Kayla tonight, a special guest. Welcome, guys. Hey, how you going? Good. Good for a Sunday. Feeling a little bit more energetic than usual, which is rare. So Beautiful. Feeling good. <laughs> tonight, we are going to be talking about a whole bunch of things. Um, but first off, to start up, we might introduce ourselves, go around the table. Um, as I said, my name is Erin. I am a 19-year-old cis bisexual gal and um, I am in a lovely relationship with a young fella. And, um, yeah, it's going swimmingly, so that's me. How would it yourself, Lisa? Um, I'm a 23-year-old uh, mother of four. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm a 23-year-old um, bisexual girl. I'm single, um, ready to mingle only on Friday nights. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. Kayla? Hi, I'm Kayla. I'm 19, female, single and straight, swimming through the ponds of Tinder. And <laughs> oh, Tinder, what a time. Oh, we both just reset our Tinder profiles today. Really? It's so been a fun day. It's, yeah, it's been a really fun day on our couch, let me tell you. I just recently deleted mine because I was just like, well, yeah, relationship goals. But I got in one, so I was like, oh, I don't need this anymore. But just, I hate Tinder. Oh, it's With, with a vehement passion. It's horrible, but it's great to sit there and just scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, for sure. Um, so tonight on the show, we're going to be getting pretty heavy. We're going to be talking about some serious stuff in terms of assault. Um, so to preface all of this show for the next two hours, um, if that's something that you you might be concerned about listening to, then you know by all means, you can tune out and come back to Sin later on in two hours' time. But um, for those of you who are going to stick in, we've also got some helplines and resources available at all times for you. Um, and you can call these numbers at any time during the day. Um, whenever you need and you know you've always got your support networks around you to chat to as well uh, so to start off we've got 131114 for Lifeline there's 1-800-55-1800 for Kids Helpline 1-800-184-527 for QLife which is an excellent organisation who do a lot of work um, for young queer people um, we also have 1-300-224636 for Beyond Blue and a big one tonight is 1-800-RESPECT which is the Sexual Assault and Domestic Violence Helpline. Um, so yeah, those are some handy resources for you and we'll be repeating those numbers throughout the course of the evening so never fear, we'll, we'll have you back throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking a little bit about Harvey Weinstein and yeah. some of the things that have been happening um, in the news of recent with that and we're also talking about this hashtag going around hashtag me too um, which I, I have some things to say about but oh yeah <laughs> yeah Definitely. I, think, I think we all do we all do and to lighten the mood as well we've got some interesting stuff on fantasy that's and it. disappointment fantasy and disappointment something to, to, that we can all relate to <laughs> to put a vague umbrella term over what could yeah. be a very interesting <laughs> conversation but To kick things off, we're going to go to a song, so stay tuned. This is Killer Bees with Demon Days, and you are listening to The Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. Welcome back to The Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. That was Cub Sport with Chasen, and before that, we had Demon Days, Killer Bees. I'm Erin. I'm Lisa. I'm Kayla. And we are here to talk to you tonight about 
all sorts of things. Um, but to kick things off, we're going to talk about some more serious issues in terms of assault and the recent Harvey Weinstein... Uh, Weinstein? Weinstein? Yeah. Blah, whatever. <laughs> Doesn't really deserve <laughs> a spell out anyway. Um, we're going to be talking about that recent scandal. So if that might be something that is potentially triggering to you at all, um, feel free to take some time out and come back in five to ten minutes and we'll be talking about something new. Um, if you're going to hang around, we've got some helplines available here for you as well. We've got Lifeline on 131114, Kids Helpline on 1-800-55-1800. Um, and we've also got 1-800-RESPECT, uh, the domestic violence, sexual, domestic violence and sexual assault helpline. So, without further ado. Yeah, so basically to break it down, if you haven't um, heard or seen anything about Harvey Weinstein in the last, I don't know, fortnight or so, um, it's become one of the biggest scandals coming out of Hollywood, um, coming out of America, because he is one of the founders of Miramax Studios, um, which produces some of the biggest films and has, you know, created some of the biggest stars and directors and actors and blah, 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 blah um, in Hollywood. And he and his brother own it. And it's come to light that he is a sexual abuser. It's allegations that he is also a rapist. Um, just a total abuse of power um, with his job and his position and it's really, really crazy because we've never seen anything like this and it's called, um, was it, it's like Hollywood's worst kept secret or something along those lines because everyone knew about it and everyone has known about it um, for years, since the 80s. So you've got, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow um, on David Letterman in 1998 saying um, that something, suggesting something about him being inappropriate and then everyone just sort of like laughs it off. Um, Courtney Love, I think it was in like 2007, they said, oh, have you got any advice? She was on a red carpet and someone asked her, have you got any advice? And she said, should I say it? Will I get in trouble? And she's like, um, if Harvey Weinstein invites you to a party at the Four Seasons, don't go. So it's been a very, very big thing. People have made, um, you know, inserted it into shows like Entourage and stuff like that um, for years. And so many actresses have come out and said the exact same story. You've got Lupita Nyong'o, Gwyneth Paltrow, Rosanna Arquette, Ashley Judd. Um, he tried to kiss Cara Delevingne as well. Uh, Lena Headey from Game of Thrones was um, the most recent. And basically he physically grabbed her arm and forced her into a hotel room with him. Um, she somehow got out of it. Um, Kate Beckinsale was only 17 when the same thing happened wow. to her. Um, basically it follows the same script of... Um, you know, you're in a room with Harvey Weinstein or he, he invites you somewhere so you feel special, you're going to get the role, you're going to get this, you know, amazing opportunities are going to come your way if you, you know, do what he says and then he'll take you up to a hotel room where nothing but a bathrobe and suggest a massage or suggest sexual play or something and every single story follows pretty much the same guidelines. Um, and then you've got Rose McGowan, who has been spearheading this for years, um, they reached a $100,000 settlement with her in the 90s and allegedly there was a non-disclosure uh, agreement attached to that so she wasn't allowed to say anything about it after she got paid out. So for years she's been um, anonymously, not anonymously, sorry, um, suggesting online and in the press things about her rapist and things about the, her sexual abuser and la, 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 and everyone has known that it was about Weinstein, but she could never say anything until the first girl, I can't remember her name, came out with the New York Times 
um, expose thing. Mm. And then she was like, she was tweeting. She was like, yeah, well, Harvey Weinstein was the one who wrote to me. And then that's just started another massive yeah, right. trail of events. And it's snowballed ever since. And now everyone is going on the record to speak up and say the same thing. Um, yeah. I feel like, I, you know, I don't want to be the one to materialise this at all, of course, but a lot of people will be playing devil's advocate and go, oh, that's that's the entertainment business mm-hmm. and that's how things mm-hmm. are, right? But it's completely, just from what you've told me here now, it's like that's completely unacceptable. But, I, yeah, is it this thing that just, like, it, it happens? I'm sure Harvey is not, not the, the only, only one. one. At no. all. And I... I hate to think of how many other men abuse their power because you hear about, you know, Hollywood is a very seedy industry. It's a very, um, as Lupita Nyong'o described it, she said, I was entering into an industry where the lines were blurred between professionalism and, um, I guess, luxury or, you know, whatever. And so it's very hard to tell, you know, is he putting his hand on my knee? Is that him because he likes me and he wants me to be a part of the role or is it because he wants something more from me and I guess that's the thing is that these girls are so intimidated and scared that I guess they ride with it in the hopes that it's not going to get to the place that it gets to and then it always does and then they have no ch- no choice but to escape and feel ashamed and you know be made to feel guilty and bad things when in reality they didn't actually do anything wrong no definitely at all you see it all the time. It's like glamorized in TV and film and things like like the pretty young actress is like up and coming and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, how am I going to get the attention of the the male superior? And it's mm-hmm. it's it's a really grim and kind of stark reality of what this industry looks like. And I'm I'm sure there are other industries and well, walks of yeah, life that definitely. have similar I sorts of dynamics. And I think that's exactly it. Is This is just one big show of how this same power structure and how this, um, you know, happens everywhere mm. in all... Well, not all, but, you know... Um, I'm sure it would because... Yeah, no, absolutely. Even just, you know, in our own relationship, own relationships with men and sure. um, male employees. Um, yeah, the power dyma- dynamics are... You know, I mean, of course, it, this is a massive yeah <laughs> example of it, but um, yeah, for and sure. I think I that's why it hits so close to everyone is because we feel like we know these, you know, celebrities, and so that's why everyone's mm. got this massive defense up, and everyone's going, you know, they're either taking the the side of you know what we're talking about here, you know, you can't blame the female in this situation, but then you've got other people I've seen comments online, like you said before, playing devil's advocate, and it's just it makes my skin crawl a little yeah, bit, for sure. like. You know, there was a comment that we read earlier and it said um, Rose McGowan is infamous for wearing that um, diamond, whatever it was, that mesh dress to the VMAs with Marilyn Manson. And it was like, yeah, but she wore that dress. Like, are you serious? As Mm. if she wasn't X, Y and Z. Like, excuse me. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's just these weird, like... It's not weird at all. The, the structures, as you were saying before, Kayla, and systems that have just existed for so long that are built to just kind of suppress. And that's yeah, women. that's exactly right. It's like it's this whole throughout the whole of our history. It's um, been obviously this male dominance. Um, you know, we're still living in a patriarchy, and women are still, you know, at least to a certain extent. Um, told that they should be a certain type of submissive or you know at least to their you know men are always their 
the ones above them and they always have to, mm. you know, yeah, and it's still something it. that we are working on massively and I think um, we've come a long way with it all, um, but recognising things like this and recognising that it is Wrong. still <laughs> very much in in all of the power dynamics in all of our industries and even just our, you know, our relationships with men, women to men, um, we still have a lot of work to do and, mm. and it's not an easy process because it's been such a long history of of this, you know... Um, it's like a struggle, it's like a war between... And the, yeah. Like, battle of the sexes, yeah. essentially. And yeah, yeah. And because it's been around for so long, it's not something that we can very quickly undo. Yeah, um, sure. It's, yeah, it's a slow process, but... But Things yes, like this, speaking yeah. up about it and bringing yeah. it to light and stuff, and showing that it, this is something that women, in general, all women, to some extent, all, all people, women, queer people, yeah. trans people, yeah, people yeah, who have suppressed by some 100%. sort of, yeah, yeah. I think as well, it's important to point out that anyone who is a victim of assault by any means is not. It's not their fault. Oh, definitely. And I think a, a, that's a common thing that comes up in these sorts of situations. And I, I think there would be a lot of... I can imagine there would be a lot of feelings of confusion and guilt for these celebrities who've been told to just, you know, hush, hush, keep mm-hmm. it. It's a quiet mm-hmm. secret of the industry. But in, in any walk of life, in, in relationships, in, you know, intimate partner relationships and, and also in work dynamics, these sorts of things aren't okay. And if they're happening... Um, to yourself or you know that they're happening to someone close to you or someone that you can see, don't be a bystander, I think, is like mm, something really important to, to talk about these things and um, and just let anyone who's struggling know that, you know, they're not alone and yeah. that it's not their fault if yeah. <laughs> sorts of things have happened. And this is, yeah, this is such a powerful thing to be happening as well, mm-hmm. um, obviously for these massive famous people to, to bring it up and say, actually, this is yeah. okay to talk about, this is... This is this is the start again of the end of the world as we know it. Like we are coming to a massive head in society in the Western world in Western culture, where everything is just we're at the tip of the iceberg at the moment, and we're something is coming. Like a change is coming. Yeah. It's taken over twenty years for these women in Hollywood to speak up, but it's happened. Like that's yeah. massive. Massive. Good. Maybe bad things first, but good things are definitely. I feel on the horizon yeah. somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think with that, we might throw over to a song. Yeah. Yeah, great. Uh, before we do that, if that segment has brought up anything for you at all, there's always help available. Um, there's Lifeline on 131114, Kids Helpline on 1-800-55-1800, and there's also 1-800-RESPECT. Uh, let's go to the Smiths, because that's cheery. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the Smiths. How soon is now? You are listening to the Naughty Ridge Show on Sin Nation. Welcome back to the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. Uh, first up was The Smiths with How Soon Is Now, and then we had Haim with Want You Back. Lana McLeod, that was for you. <laughs> Just Haim's sister. Nice. Love a good shout-out here on the Naughty Rude Show. We love talking to you guys, and we love it when you talk back. So send us a question so that we can answer them for you and potentially ourselves because sometimes we don't know the answers to things. We're young people too. Um, if you want to send in a question, the Tumblr is thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Completely anonymous and free, and you can send in a question at absolutely any time. First up. Let's go with this one. Shower sex, yes or no? Sometimes. No. Depends who it's with. 
I'm absolutely yes. <laughs> Great. We have a good breadth of opinions yeah. here. Let's yeah. let's go around. Why yes? Uh, I I think since I was quite young, it was. One of my uh, biggest fantasies. Really? Yeah, no, it was. Whenever we would talk about it in high school and everyone's like, I don't know, talking about like teachers and whatever, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, nah, just get me in a shower. Yeah. That's all I need. I don't know. Um, but like my uh, ex-partner, that was our favourite hobby. Like it was it was our thing. Hobby. It was great. Hobby, you know. Excellent. I don't know what it is. I think it's, it's so just... slippery. Slippery, exactly. <laughs> But, like, not in a... Okay, the, re- the reason why I have an issue with it is because water should be fun, but it's not, like, lubricated. Mm. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what That's I mean? That's my main... That's gripe, why yeah. it really... It almost dries you up in a way. Mm. Like... It does. It's yeah, just... I have to agree. I've only tried it a couple of times, but... Yeah, I tried it with my ex, and I was like, okay, I feel super comfortable with you. If this turns out stupid, then, like, that's fine. But he was... You know, just a little bit taller than me, and it just it just didn't work. Yeah, something about the height, or maybe it was yeah, the shape of the shower. Yeah. It was. I was like, "How do we do this?" And I felt like I was too heavy to pick up, and yeah, like sure. you just get in your head, and then yeah, suddenly right. it's like, "Okay, no, I'm finished. I'm drying myself off. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> Ciao. I'll see you later. Ciao. No, I'm so down for a bit of foreplay in the shower. Yes. I'm 120 yes. percent down with that. That is the best fun you'll ever have. But just the, like penetration in the shower is just like a no-go for me it's just too difficult I'm like the clumsiest human being ever you know I'm always like covered in bruises and I'm like oh where'd that come from it's probably because I like bumped into the shower or something you know and I don't want that to be a recurring thing you know when I'm trying to have sex with my partner in the shower it's yeah it's just not gonna happen but you know Happy to have shared showers. That's always fun. Oh, shared showers are beautiful. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Good stuff. Absolutely. But yeah, dry. Dry. I say dry. I mean, a little bit of water-based lubricant. (laughs) Yes. But why don't you just... What? Wash no, off? that stuff grips, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to use soap to get that off. I've never really had to use lube in my life. I'm a little bit lucky in that sense, I think. <laughs> lucky, yeah. yeah I've never Great. had to use it before, so yeah. I, I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, I love a bit of lube. Relevant question here to bounce off onto. Um, why does my vagina get dry during sex even when I'm turned on? Sex can be painful sometimes because of this. Mm. How can I make it stop? I'm going to preface this by saying I am not a doctor. Yes. Like, well done. Neither are any of us in this yeah, room. No, so please don't take, like, take this all with a grain of salt. For sure. But, um, thrush? Maybe. Question mark? Yeah. That's potentially true. Um, I get this a, a bit, fair bit sometimes. Yeah, I, get I would it. have to say I'm yeah. the same. Um, and lube is always my go-to fixer. Yeah, yeah. lube is my yeah. friend. <laughs> lube is your friend, everyone. Yeah. Water-based lubricants are your yeah, friends. No. Because I do, I have that same problem. I, uh, it's not about not being turned on. It's just, and I've always been like that. Is it like? Mm. Is it painful? Like it's dry? Just, it's, like it, yeah, raw? Kind of. It gets yeah. dry and just not. It's not as fun. Yeah, it yeah. can be. It can really take the the fun out of things and the pleasure out of things for sure Mm. and it can be disheartening as well I've been in situations where I'm like oh I'm like really into this and I really like you but my vagina is not responding yeah Yeah. that must be how drunk boys feel you know (laughs) well I actually I I had this lube experience not long ago um, I pulled out the lube and the guy like freaked out oh really oh my god I mean maybe this is a thing I'm not sure I've never had a 
problem like that before, but... Um, what did he say? He just kind of looked at me like, are you fucking kidding? Really? <laughs> what? Yeah. No way. It's, oh, but I mean, you know. It's a totally normal... Like, to me, I would not freak... I don't think that there's anything that you could throw at me that I was going to be like... Oh, my God, no, cancelled, putting my pants on, going home. Like, there's very yeah. few things, if you're okay with me saying no to them. Oh, yeah. for sure. Because I will probably yeah. say no to a lot of things, but it's not going to, like... Like, pulling out lube and being freaked out about it. Yeah. I'm like, dude. Yeah, I think maybe in that situation, communication is yeah. key. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> just yeah. Discussing these things. That's the problem yeah, with one-night stands. Yeah. Exactly. There's no time. There's absolutely no time there's to... No time. So, hey, what's your name? Yep. Let's go. Loop? <laughs> loop? Yes. Great. Loop. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've struggled with that before. And I think um, if it is something that's causing you a lot of pain or grievance, then definitely do see your GP or doctor mm. or healthcare yep. professional of any kind who will look down there for you or at least talk to you about it to put yeah. your mind at ease. Yeah. I mean, it, it may even be a, a, a condom factor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It could just be something that you're using that might not be suited to you or some other health-related issue, yeah, go see your GP. That's always a good idea. Here's another question before we head to another song. What is the best way to get parental approval for a relationship? Well, I don't think I've ever really had that problem. I Lucky. You have? I had um, big problems. Uh, like I, I found... Oh, well, I started dating my first boyfriend when I was... 15 or 16 it was the first guy I've ever dated um and I went through hell (laughs) just to be able to you know hang out and um but I think it's just about being really honest um and making sure that your parents trust you and you know doing things that prove to them that you are mature enough to have Mm. a relationship that you know um yeah, I mean, I've I done lots of things like that, you know, for our, f- our first sleepovers, it was, you know, whatever. And, yeah. Um, but being patient. With your parents? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it's a bit of a, I was going to say it's a bit of a two-way street, but it's not. It's kind of like a multi-intersectional 100%. thing. 100%. They're paying your bills. Yeah, well, you're talking to your parents, but you've also got to keep your partner in the loop, make sure they're mm-hmm. comfortable yeah, because, you know, it's, if you're bringing them into your, your life and you want it to be a serious thing, then, you know, they are a part of the family in a sense. Um, and likewise, you with their parents, there might be pressure to please them or impress mm. them. I'm sure a lot of people have felt that before. Yeah, I feel like there's also a difference between not your parents not wanting you to have a partner and your parents not liking the person that you're with. Mm. I feel like they're two yeah. different things and you have to suss out which one it is and... I guess, act accordingly, because if your parents are just not wanting you to have a partner, I feel like you could convince them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like Kayla said, be process. patient. Yeah. It's yeah. a slow yeah. process, but it'll be fine. But if your parents genuinely just do not like this human you're with, you are going to have to have so much more patience than you ever thought For like, sure. thought possible. And maybe listen to them because they yeah. might be onto something. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I value the opinion of, of my parents very greatly mother's intuition is always right that's yeah, true absolutely. and my dad can be a scary bastard when he wants to be and he normally you know just does it in jest but if he notices something that isn't quite right he's normally he's normally spot, spot on, on so yeah yeah listen to your parents don't be an angsty teen like i used to be yeah, yeah. same <laughs> i remember i when i first started dating my partner my mum was like 
well, there's no point hanging out. Like, you know, you're not going to marry him anyway. Oh, my God. And I was like, Mom, maybe I will. I used to drop that. I used to, my mum used to do that. And then I was like, actually, I'm never getting married. And now yeah, my mum's like, oh, no, wait, what? You Don't say that. You have to get married. And I'm like, oh, hmm. <laughs> we'll save this conversation for another time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go over to a song. Um, if you've got more questions for us, do send them in. We are here until 10 o'clock, so fire away. Um, if you want to send them in, it's the Naughty Rude Show tumblr.com forward slash ask we're gonna go to keep back by looper j this is the naughty rude show on sin nation you're back on the naughty rude show here on sin nation that was pain by the war on drugs and before that was keep back with looper j um i'm erin and i'm here with lisa and kayla and tonight we are talking about a lot of different things we're talking about some more serious issues in terms of assault and um, sexual violence and other stories that are going around. Um, so before we get into that, I guess here are some helplines for those of you who are keen to stick around and tune in for that because we're going to be talking about the um, the hashtag MeToo that has been going around online recently. So some helplines to get you through that are 131114 for Lifeline, 1-800-55-1800 for Kids Helpline, one three hundred two two four six three six for Beyond Blue, uh, 1-800-184-527 for QLife, and 1-800-RESPECT as well. So there's a lot there, um, and if you didn't catch those, I'll be posting them on our social media as well, on our Twitter. You can follow us at Naughty Root on Twitter and on our Facebook as well. It's just the Naughty Root Show at Sin. And, uh, yeah, I think that's about... Well, let's just get straight into it. Yeah, so speaking of Twitter, um, if we are active users of Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, this is actually a hashtag that crossed all the platforms and that never really happens, um, at least not in 2017 anyway. Um, so Alyssa Milano brought to life uh, the hashtag MeToo that was actually created by Tarana Burke, an African-American woman um, who created the campaign in 2007 to help young female survivors of sexual assault realise that they're not alone. Um, Alyssa Milano tweeted the hashtag during the week in the wake of the Harvey Weinstein um, stuff that we were talking about before. Um, and she basically said, if all the women who have been sexually harassed or assaulted wrote MeToo as a status, we might give people a sense of the magnitude of the problem. Because it's one thing for celebrities to come out and say things and you can find a relatability in that. Um, but the hashtag has been used at this point over one million times. One million women or people or survivors mm-hmm. have tweeted the hashtag MeToo. Um, and obviously it's a number that should be so much less than that. But at the end of the day that is not even half of the people that have experienced some form of sexual assault or sexual violence. Um, sure. We all, everyone's a victim. Everyone um, that, you know, from being catcalled on the street to being groped by a stranger or even someone you know um, to something as sinister as, you know, the Harvey Weinstein case and high-profile high rapes and all that kind of stuff, it's all existing in the same world. Um, and that world is rape culture. And it's a violation of um, vulnerable people and groups and minorities. Um, and obviously we're talking from the perspective of, of cisgendered women tonight sure. um, because we can't really speak on behalf of anyone else. Um, and, yeah, that's why this hashtag is so powerful because it's giving women a voice that they never had before and calling out people and experiences that have happened to them. And instead of having to sit there in your own weird, guilty 
horrible feelings, you're able to share it and release it um, onto, you know, your social media and have other people that it's happened to join in. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, um, yeah, the most powerful part about this is showing the magnitude of this problem and showing, you know, how many women are affected by this. Um, And, you know, if it's not ourselves that have been victims of it it's you know someone we're closely associated with someone we know we all have stories um and you know it like it's so important for things like this to happen um because it is it's the start of uh, the change in um the mentality of sex and sexual harassment um so yeah it works both ways it's it's a place where women and men and anyone is um able to yeah talk about it and it also just brings to light yeah how this is a big problem and this is something we actually really need to talk about something we really need to work on together for sure i think the most bewildering thing the numbers in themselves are enormous but the sheer amount of those are people that we know yeah and people that are close to us that we might not you know they might not have come to you about this issue before because they didn't feel they had a platform to speak about it so in that sense this is a great thing allowing people to come out and speak about these issues and share an experience so people know they're not alone and um on the other hand i guess there's been i've seen a few posts where people are posting them without content warnings and things like that which Mm. can be a bit dangerous at times and i know like definitely i've been personally affected by some things like that and i have friends who have where they see something that you know is potentially triggering so something that i would just like to put out into the into the space if we're trying to build each other up and keep each other safe is just to you know be cautious of that and just be cautious of by all means talk about the things that these need to be spoken about just have that in the back of your mind just be cautious yeah Yeah, and i think that it's because um as well on the other foot to just go back to what Kayla was saying as well it is so normalized like all of this is so normalized and like what you said as well Erin that um they might not have had a platform to speak up but they might not even know that it was wrong yeah in the first place like both parties involved or one party or you know it's so ingrained in us and it's so normal that it's so you know, okay, I say with like, you know, little finger things next to my head. Quotation. Quotation <laughs> finger things. That's the one. Um, it's so, yeah, but it's not okay. And I'm very proud of all the people that have come forward, even if it's something is um, not little because none of it's little. I'm, I feel like language here is very, mm. yeah. it's not It's not even important or tricky or anything. It's just ugh, because this whole issue is a massive bleh, you yeah. know? Yeah, totally. Um, and I, I saw one of my friends and she just posted a massive general sort of take on it. And she was like, you know, I've been catcalled in the streets. I've had people at work grope my butt. I've had um, guys gyrating on me in the club, blah, blah, blah all of which has led me to the mentality that I have now, Mm. and that is I don't trust anyone. Mm. Not that she's been, you know, raped or something like that, but it is a culmination of things that happen to women and minorities over the course of their lives Mm. that at the end of the day, no, like, don't tell us to smile because I'm not smiling at you because Mm. as soon as I do, you're going to think that that's an advance on on you. You know what I mean? It's just it's all, like, relative. Yeah, and I think a lot of this transfers, especially in 
young girl, uh, young girls in relationships with men and older yeah. men, it, it transfers into these sexual relations um, where, you know, I, I feel it personally, you know, it, it's, it's not obviously there, but mm. there are times where you feel it there and, you know, you, we're still coming to this stage where we feel okay with being, with saying to men and to whoever that actually, you know, this is a violation on me. I am actually not comfortable with this. Yeah. And this is this is what all this is bringing up. Yep. Um, that actually, no, you can stand up for yourself and you actually should or you should find people that you can talk to this about because it's not okay and it's, it's okay for you to feel like it's not okay. Yeah, 100%. If something isn't sitting right with you and it doesn't matter if it's not visible to someone else, if someone goes, that's not a big deal that's not sexual assault you know know, like psychological yeah psychological abuse is something that massively factors into sexual assault and sexual violence because yeah again if it's something that isn't sitting right with you and you don't feel comfortable you don't feel safe in a space you have every right to feel that way and you have every right to speak up and tell someone that you feel that way Mm. and yeah just don't stand for that shit man there's no definition of this there is no white and black and white it's all gray it's all shades of gray and that's why it's such a mess and that's why we have to keep coming together and moving forward to speak out against it because what feels right for someone might not feel right for someone else so you can't compare yourself or the Mm. way that you feel or whatever you know if you feel in the pit of your stomach that Mm. something is not right for you then it's not right for you it doesn't matter what your friends are doing it doesn't matter what so and so is doing if that's not right for you do something about it for yourself. If you, if it's, yeah. if it's a safe space, I mean, yeah. because I am the first person that's put myself in kind of dangerous situations mm, because totally. I get very mouthy and I get very whatever, and I am always that guy that's like, "Don't you touch her or don't you okay, touch I'll him you, or me. anything yeah. like that." But then I actually was having a conversation with Kayla about it the other day. Mm. That then puts me in danger, but mm. I'm not realizing it. You know, like mm. it's there's so many layers to this stuff. Um, but I believe Benjamin Law, yeah. beautiful man that he is, is taking a stand against it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think this is, yeah, we come, showing the magnitude of this, um, we come to then, you know, what are we going to do about this? You know, what what now? So, you know, we can show that this is a massive problem and, you know, hopefully this is showing men and um, that, you know, this is real for us, this is real for women. Um and I think it's about starting to change the mentality around sex, uh, sexual harassment. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, one of the biggest problems is men not recognising that they are, at least to some extent, a part of this problem. Yeah. By, by straight away saying, actually, I'm not a part of this problem, I'm not a perpetrator, you're, yeah, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of yeah. allowing it to happen. Yeah, you're, you're not, being a bystander. That's what we said yeah. before, don't be a bystander. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Regardless and of your gender, I think. Um, yeah. that, I mean, there's a lot of, I know a lot of guys out there, close guy friends of mine who are, you know, staunch feminists and like mm-hmm. totally for mm. equal rights and opportunities mm-hmm. for, every, for all genders and um, I feel like it can be a bit unfair to be like pigeonholing men but at the end of the day, like... 
this is the system that we have been yeah. brought through and yeah. this is just what we have to deconstruct as, as a society. We have to talk about that more. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, what that means is standing by each other. Girls, stand yeah. by girls, build each other up. Don't mm-hmm. don't knock each other down. Yeah, that's like, exactly and, right. and the guys as well, you know, like let's all just be allies and get along yeah. regardless of what you are, whether you're fucking blue, pink, oh, purple, in the perfect white, world. whatever. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, no. yeah, no, but I do. I think it's just really important that that men change that mentality of yeah. of not accepting at least even you know if it's one of their mates that you know yeah. cat calls or something like that it's just so important just to, to shut recognize it down. this yeah. and um definitely the way that things are going to be able to all change. it takes is one person to speak up to make a change that's it so tell your buddies tell them don't do it that's a nice sentiment to finish up on i think <laughs> um Thanks for sticking around. If that segment did bring up anything for you at all, there's always help available. Some places you can go uh, Lifeline, you can contact them on 131114. Kids Helpline on 1800 Beyond Blue, 1300 224636. We've also got Q Life, which is an excellent organisation that do a lot of work for the for young queer people and people in the queer community at 1800 527 and of course there's 1800 respect the sexual assault and domestic violence helpline uh, also worth mentioning as well some excellent organizations that have great resources for these sorts of things uh, minus 18 and um, headspace have a lot of initiatives with mental health and um, assault and abuse that uh, can be very helpful so very definitely inclusive. yeah incredibly inclusive to all people mm-hmm. so do get around them um Thanks for joining us tonight on The Naughty Rude Show. We are going to head to a song, but after that, we're going to be answering some of your questions on Tumblr. So please feel free to send us in questions. They can be absolutely anything, sex, health, identity, relationships, um, what we have for breakfast. I don't know. You can ask us anything if you're mm-hmm. interested enough. It's the thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. If you want to get in touch on Twitter as well, we're at Naughty Rude. Uh, look forward to seeing you on the other side of this. This is Provider by Frank Ocean. Yes. Welcome back to the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. That was Junkie uh, by Brock Hampton. And before that was Provider by Frank Ocean. Alana McLeod, that one was for you too. <laughs> <laughs> Loving a bit of Alana McLeod tonight. Shout yes. out to you, girl. Uh, we are answering your questions now. That is what we are doing here on Naughty Rude. If you've got any questions for us, you can send them to us at thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Um, completely anonymous and free, so don't worry about that. You don't need an account. And, um, yeah, you can ask us pretty much anything, pretty much anything, pretty much willing to answer <laughs> anything. This question's just come in during the break. Uh, Once I had sex in a greenhouse when I was 17. It was weird. Where are the weirdest places y'all have done it well a greenhouse that would just be like steamy and like and warm and like humid and i'm just picturing very sticky dirt like in my i in my head sorry listen i'm just sort of going into this but in my (laughs) head it seems really hot in a fantasy way but in when i practicalize it i just feel dirty (laughs) i just i just really want to know like listener if if you'd like to elaborate and um send us in a reply i would just love to know how you ended up in this situation i don't think i've ever been in a greenhouse in my life Uh, yeah i've never been in a well i don't know i've been in like butterfly houses before that's probably the closest but um yeah just i can't imagine that mood occurring as you said in like a dirty greenhouse poison ivy or something (laughs) 
<laughs> the risks we take for um, a bit of fun. Um, so my place would definitely have to be a hostel laundry um, oh. <laughs> on the washing machine, which then we thought we were going to get caught, so we moved into a hostel cleaning cupboard. Um, apparently they could all see us on the cameras, <laughs> so we had a lady... Oh, burst into the room oh, from reception boy. mind you this is like two in the morning like shouldn't you be asleep if you're at reception or you know what I mean like anyway <laughs> and so it was it was actually like a Christian youth hostel I think that's why they were so angry oh, at there us you go. and um she was like what the heck are you guys doing like you can get kicked out of the hostel for this like get to your rooms right now I felt like I was at boarding school I was like honey I'm on holiday <laughs> I just been on a pub crawl like we are not doing this right here right now it was so embarrassing like no pe- like I'm pretty sure she saw my butt like it was a whole thing but that's oh, well. definitely the most mm. risque slash getting caught thing I've ever done yeah nice I don't know we were saying during the break um car sex is something that's come up but I wouldn't uh, it's quite mundane for me I've been yeah. there done that a few times oh, I don't think I'd ever have you've thought of it you've, you've, no it's you a, keep going oh okay alright alright all right. Um, uh, car sex I've had I've had sex like outside like on mm. concrete before Ooh. oh not oh did you get piles <laughs> like I know that <laughs> I know that old people used to look at me sitting on the concrete in high school and be like, you're going to get piles if you sit on that concrete. Well, look, you know, maybe. (laughs) I'm not sure that that's a thing. (laughs) No, it was, um, yeah, we were just out of options. We locked out of the house, so we were like, this will do. On the pavement. Yeah, just on the pavement. Yeah, right. It was one time. Didn't didn't happen again. That's cool. Yeah, Debatable. Ash that's faulty cool. ass. Yeah. A little bit of friction. Yeah. Just, some, just the evening breeze on, on, on my bum <laughs> cheeks. God bless. Yeah, right. I think um, mine, um, a lot of the time, I think they've been just in situations where people were way too close, the walls were uh, way too thin, like in bathrooms, sharing an apartment with my brother. I've got another thing. one, yeah. Um, that, but also, yeah, mine, I have a an outdoor. It was extremely romantic. Oh, lovely. Um, oh, this is yeah, the best story it's, ever. It's quite beautiful. Me and my um, ex-partner were in Norway uh, yes, and we decided to go on this eight-hour bike ride, um, and we pulled up to this lake, and you literally could not see civilization. There was not a person inside, not a house, not a nothing. It was just the two of us on this massive lake, and um, at the we were volunteering, so we were sharing a room with an Italian woman, and we hadn't had sex in. At least two weeks. And <laughs> oh, yonks. Uh, anyway, we found this little patch in this fucking forest on the edge of a lake. And oh, I, it may have been the most delightful sex of my life. Oh, that sounds like... It was... V- it's just, yeah. Twilight very cross romantic. Harry Potter cross, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. And then oh, yeah. you're seeing, like, the... um, what, What's the, the the thingy, like, the... The blue... In Harry Potter, like, the blue yeah. thing that comes over the lake, like, yes. the stag. What's it called? The, pat- is it the a Patronus. Patronus. Like, you know, know, there's just Patronuses everywhere and everything's real, yeah, like, no, magical and misty and, like, well, Norwegian. Well, I mean, also because we started by skinny dipping. Oh, there was such so a build-up. it was just... It was yeah, way too exciting. my ideal life. It actually sounds like... isn't? Didn't this happen in Breaking Dawn? 
Probably. I think like, it may have. Probably. I'm, I, I'm like I never saw the film, but I got halfway through the book. Yeah. I'm sure that Edward and Bella went on a yeah, no, I think you might be right honeymoon and did that. Yeah, they no, they probably copied right. you. Let's. let's oh my be god, real. you're a vampire, yes. Kayla. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, but it was magical. That's awesome. Um, we've had Greenhouse Anonymous ask a reply. Ari, Greenhouse, yeah, look, I was drunk at a party. The tomato plants got crushed. It was dirty but fun. Thanks. No, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> thank Anonymous. You, Anonymous, for that awesome story. Um, if anyone else has any stories, please feel free to send them in and share because we love Just sharing share stories. them and we can read them out on air. We don't even have to, like, do much. We loved hearing, like... Yeah, we don't have to share our embarrassing no. stories. <laughs> I feel like I give away way yours. too much of myself on air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, feels welcome to the radio. Um, another question that we have in from anonymous what do you think makes a relationship more than just plutonic um well <laughs> the feels uh, uh, yeah the feels train. the feels it would have to be like whether yeah. it's a sexual feels or a romantic feels or a something feels soon as one person gets that twink in their eye it's over i'm actually unsure that i know what platonic relationships are same mm. i'm gonna say it's like a friendly kind of vibe no like yeah no, I, I mean i i really we don't experience count. them <laughs> no yeah that's you know what true like what even platonic, platonic just sounds or... very clinical yeah. clinical and like i i would go to, like me and lisa probably aren't that's literally platonic. what i was gonna yeah, say friends. everyone thinks that we're girlfriends anyway like does that mean that we're not platonic anymore I know. but we are i feel like if you uh, like, if you love someone, then you love someone, you know? Don't half-ass yeah. a friendship. No, yeah. 100%. Go ham on that. Platonic, yeah, to me, kind of suggests... Acquaintance. No love. Yeah. yeah. Like a colleague. So, you know what? You don't even mm. want a platonic mm. relationship, honey. You want you want all of it. You want the Shazam. You want the spark. You want the sex. You want the friendship. You want the fire. Mm. Just deep relation. At le- you know, not mm. no shallow relationships mm-hmm. in any any Mm-mm. form this is not a shallow no. friendship zone no. why would it be i can't honestly i'm at this point in my life i'm 23 years old i mean i'm getting on i'm gonna start <laughs> needing on. my menopause pills soon um at this point i don't need a friendship if it's not going to be like you know bone deep kind of thing you mm. know what i mean like take the marrow out of me suck the life out of me that's what i want out of a friendship i don't want yeah. like a Oh, hi, how are you going? How was your holiday? Yeah, okay, where are you working? Oh, yeah, that's so cool, blah, blah, blah. Regardless of whether it's a friendship or something more sexual and intimate and blah, 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 like, I don't know, invest yourself, care, love, like, Mm. and all you can do is hope that you get it back and if you don't, do it to someone else. Just keep spreading it, like. Yeah, just push forward. I feel like, I feel maybe that question was kind of they have a, man or a woman in their life that they're not sure whether it's a mm. platonic relationship or not. Oh, I need more information in that But, uh, yeah, I would say if it feels sterile, then it's probably a little platonic. There's there's a place for those sorts of things. Yeah. yeah. There's a place. Walking past them on the street. <laughs> saying g'day. Yeah, you don't have to make out with them. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Just, <laughs> just keep on living. Just keep doing you. You just feel it in the air, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do one more question before we head to a song break. What are red flags for you guys? Um, I'm going to assume that means just in a relationship or like a dating uh, scenario. Well, number one for me off the bat is someone that uses any kind of slur, racial, sexual, otherwise. Like I'm just – that is number one for me. Like I'm you're already out, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Father people, I guess – 
I've got friends that are dating people that say things in jest like, you know, I don't know, slut and this and this. Mm. But I feel like when it's coming from someone that you're potentially going to be very intimate with and share yourself with, if they're using those words like seriously in a derogatory way, it's very unattractive to me and it is a red flag. You know, just for train of thought and other things that can pop up and, yeah, that would be one for me. Like you're knocking anyone down, Mm. I reckon. My big one is like jealousy. Jealousy is just like yeah, right. the worst yeah. thing. Yeah, the absolute worst. It's so destructive, and it just it just kills friendships and relationships in by any means. So you're not doing anyone any good, even yourself, by getting wound up, feeling jealous about your ex's mm. history or something like that. Yeah. You know, or if they're talking to someone, you know, like people are people. Let people do their thing. Yeah. Let your significant other go, kill it and. Be happy. I need to and learn then, from this. <laughs> legit, though. Like, if you really care about someone, you should want the best for them and the, you should be there to buffer each other up. You know, a good relationship is building each other up and being the best form of yourselves and, t- like, doing it together, you know, mm, like, just coming sure. back together and being like, yeah, you're cool. I like hanging out with you. We're really cool people separately but also together. together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But also, don't be, like, passive-aggressive and make me want to be jealous either. Well, you know? that's, that was, that was going to be my red flag is... Is little game players mm. straight up, you, even in friends. Yeah, you know, like if my friends, I ask you to hang out, you start to umming and ahhing little things. Mm. It's like we're on or we're off for me. Yeah, I, I mean I understand there's, you know, but just the little games. Yeah, because Definitely. it does. It turns into jealousy. jealousy it, that, it's all a yeah. It's all a, it's a chain reaction. Yeah. Definitely dominoes. Yeah, crazy. Well, yeah, that's that answered, I guess. (laughs) Done. Tick that off. We're going to go to a song now. If you've got any more questions for us, we'll answer some more towards the end of the show. You've got half an hour left, so, you know, be quick. But then again, you can send them in and we'll answer them next week for you. So, yeah, no rush, I guess. But also, I don't know, rush. Rush, Do do whatever you want. It's a Sunday. (laughs) Don't really care. Be lax if you like. This is I'll Never Want a BF by Beck Sandridge. And you are on The Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation. Hey, y'all, this is the Naughty Rude Show here on Sin Nation. Uh, that was Price of Living by Echo Vandal. And before that was I'll Never Want a BF Boyfriend by Beck Sandridge. And we were just answering some of your Tumblr questions, but now we're going to be talking a little bit about fantasy and disappointment. Two things that should not go hand in hand, but, uh, you know, of course, as humans and evolving creatures, of course they do. Mm-hmm. Of course um, we are. Because our minds are... Insane. It's the frailty of the human condition. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, you're constantly building things up and then being let down. So what I thought we could, you know, have a little discussion about was, because I know this happened for Kayla and I recently, I don't know about you, Erin, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. sort of not idolising someone, but, so, but putting someone that you're attracted to on a pedestal in a way, um, and, and you're doing it to yourself. They're not doing anything to sort of, oh, they might be doing a little bit to fuel this fantasy, but you're getting so invested in it within your own head that um, when it comes to the crunch, you are just so disappointed by the result or the the, the peak or the explosion or the whatever yeah. that then you're more damaged and upset <laughs> than you would have been in the first place if you had have just like not really overthought that much. Yeah. So thought out. Do you it's, know what I mean? Oh, we've had lengthy discussions. <laughs> this about has been this. a recent topic. A oh, very recent yes. topic. Well, I don't know. Um, 
I can't say that. I, I mean, I've been in relationships and things where I've, you know, you get the rose-tinted glasses and you, yeah. you make someone appear to be a much greater than they are. I've been in situations like that for sure. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm a bit of a prick, hey, and I just... <laughs> <laughs> never, never expect much from people. I've just learned oh, that's that. awesome. I've just learned that in life. You know, don't expect too much from people. You know, you got to work for what you get. But I've definitely, I think, I might have fallen victim times where people have been like, "Oh yeah, like I'm really good in bed. Like you should really try yeah. me out." And I'm like, "No, I don't believe you." And they keep they keep nipping away, and then you do it, and I'm like, "Yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, let's see. Mm. Put your money where your mouth is, big fella." <laughs> And it just and it goes to shit, and oh. you're like, this is the worst sex of my life. Chaos. When I, I say this is like a, a broad thing yeah. that happens oh, often, but definitely. it's it's happened once. It's been a, it's been a one off thing, but I'm sure a lot of people have been. I think it's a broad thing that happens across humanity. You know, <laughs> yeah, Kayla. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I have had this uh, situation with <laughs> a person that I've known for a little while now. Uh, well, actually, probably eight months, and we were always friends and friends. But in my mind, I was like creating this massive scenario where we finally went out for drinks and got together, and mm. it was just oh, in my mind so romantic. And he was just passionate. you know passionate, and he was amazing, and he was caring, and it was just oh everything I. <laughs> And I mean, yeah, I mean, how insane. How did how did this come about? But it was just kind of something that built up for a long time and um it, it recently came happened. To fruition. Yeah. Um and I was smacked in the face <laughs> with the reality stick. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was going somewhere else for a second. No. no oh no, no, this no. is not two thousand and seven Big Brother, we're not endorsing turkey slaps. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, no, I, 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 um, I was, it was more so I was slapped in the face by how much of an arsehole he was mm. and what a massive ego. Yeah. And it, it was, it was, it was a slap in the face because mm. I had, you know, this big fantasy about this guy that. Almost a year's worth. Yeah, I knew and, you know, we were friends, but it was always something in the air and, um, and then, yeah, it came to the crunch and, you know, he was pissed and sloppy and ah, and no. I was terrified. Ooh. And the whole time I was just, I was laying there like, no, this this is not what I imagined. <laughs> this is not how it's meant this to go. This is not the penis I was asking for. This Scratch freeze frame. You're probably wondering how yes, I got here. Seriously. Yeah, it sounds like a movie, right? Yeah. Like you've just got all it, of these things. But it was terrible though because, I, I mean, I feel bad. Yeah. But it was because I created that in my mind. It was this massive thing that I created. And then when it came to the crunch, it was me who was made it. If, you know, if I hadn't anticipated that, then the sex would have just been like, okay, yeah, that was... Yeah. It's like 500 Days of Summer. Like, you know how you see it oh, from their boy. two perspectives? Mm. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. And then no, they do, that, like, the split screen yeah. and that all that. absolutely crushes me, honestly. Oh, but Ugh. that's what it's like. It's like you're, it you're coasting along and this is what's actually happening, but mm. this is what's happening in your head. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, no, and it, it was crushing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disappointment, but 
you know, and I, I feel I feel like an asshole now. Oh, not at all. We, no, you shouldn't. We are totally like as human beings, we are conditioned to be storytellers and to en- yeah, engage exactly. in storytelling. It's we were taught exactly. that from a young age, so we fantasize mm. and we, you know, yeah. like when you're little kids, it's shit, right? But you, when you're a, you're a girl and your mum slaps on a princess dress and goes, "No, you're a princess. What would you do if you're a princess?" and blah blah blah, mm. horrible. Well, I won't delve into the gender norms <laughs> debate here. I'm just going to keep it to the basics. But we're, we're literally taught from a young age that, you know, you can dream create. and create oh, anything and you want to be. Isn't it heartbreaking? Yeah, and then, you know, you've just got to learn to just have no expectations. Well, that's exactly right, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I, I, I came out and I'm like, well, that's can, that done. Yeah, I can never yeah. expect anyone from... I mean, yeah. But I, in also saying this, before it came to the crunch, my life, I felt, was quite exciting the fantasy of it was very yeah exciting. it is it's like foreplay though yeah you know, it, it was mm. tension it, tension is sexy like mm. tension is so sexy and that's what happened oh it's happened to me a few times so i was gonna say that's yeah. what happened to me this one time recounts five different people that it's happened <laughs> with <laughs> i think yeah i think the build-up is better than the actual act well that's itself. exactly yeah it a was like an time. eight month build-up and mm. then just this little <laughs> A fantasy and a disappointment. Gosh, I hope yeah. that's not the noise that, that happened. That would be sad. Oh, oh no. My God. No, but you know what that does sound like? Sorry to go off topic, but has anyone watched Big Mouth on Netflix? No. Oh, Erin. Oh, Erin. Oh, it is the best Lisa. cartoon I've ever seen. It keeps popping up on my recommended, and I'm like, oh. We sat and hung over on the couch the other week yeah. and watched all 10 episodes in one sitting. Like, nice. it is just addictive cartoon, adolescent, teenage Oh, don't mess. do this to me. This is like my poison. Like it's incredible. Like hormone okay. monsters and and just disgusting lines and everything, but it's so funny. Okay, and that's what that reminded me of. There in hysterics. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And that's what that little <laughs> reminded me of. Because if anyone yes. knows the vagina scene with Kristen Wiig, um, I'll leave it at that. Yes. Um, go find out for yourselves, children. Speaking of that, can we talk about like fictional characters and fantasies? Is that something that's yes. ever occurred? I mean. We yes. can talk about like celebrities, which is something what we were talking about during the break with um, <laughs> Russell Brand. Apparently, there's uh, a, a bit of a Russell oh, Brand thing going oh, on in, yeah. in <laughs> between so you two. Listening. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, I mean, do you ever like have fantasies of fictional characters and things that you would be like, oh yeah? Okay, well, are we are you talking about like cartoons? Because I wouldn't say that I've had a fantasy about a cartoon. Well, not like I've, cartoons necessarily. I could like bone a cartoon oh. if they were real life people. I had the biggest crush on like Danny Phantom. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, hardcore. Like when I was still trying to figure out hormones and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm into that. I'm trying to do like a mental Rolodex. Probably like I thought Hey Arnold was pretty cute. But I think that's just because I saw a lot of Helga in me. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) Hey, isn't he like a... um Oh no, I'm thinking of um, Arnold, the... What's it called? The rat thing. What is he? He's like a... He's I, some obscure animal. I can't remember. You know um, what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. Yeah. No, 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 I'm talking about I'm hey sure everyone, listeners know yeah. exactly what I mean. <laughs> I had a crush on Hey Arnold if we're talking about cartoons, but fictional characters... Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, no, you fucking no, weirdo. I, <laughs> no, no. Like, I'm, like, in my mind, it's Edward Scissorhands. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Nice. I'm yeah. not sure. What, I don't know. I would feel like I was, like, assaulting him, though. Like, I feel like he wouldn't know what he was doing. I know. But I feel like I was taking advantage of him, the oh, whole thing. Yeah, well, that's true. Maybe but that's the I innocence th- factor. Maybe that's I what it is. I think he was just, yeah, he kind of seemed quite, like, mouldable. Not as though I, <laughs> no, as in, you know. I know what you mean. You can make I him into be, your man. 
We would be gentle with each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's cute. And he could cut your hair and caress your legs with his knives. Oh, he was just knives. very, like... <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that I'm um, obsessed with pro wrestling. Oh, yes. So um, I've got a really, like, intense thing for sweaty men and women in tights. So nice. I, yeah, I like to watch my wrestlers and just... Do they have... There's like, a couple who I'm like, oh, yep. Oh, yep. yeah. Do they wear skills. tights on WWE? Yeah, like, um, like budgie smuggler kind of things or, like, full-length tights. Yeah, because I'm trying to do, like, a mental Rolodex of, like, WWE players wrestlers <laughs> yeah the gamers the gamers um my man is is dean ambrose he's like he's like a james dean oh, kind of like gritty bad boy yes. greasy hair and just like uh, snarling yes. it, yeah definitely my thing like i just all yeah. i can think of is john cena and the rock and me like in in the middle oh fuck yeah <laughs> that that's a sandwich i'd like to get on on Jesus. yeah for sure do you think that's like is that something that can ever be, like, damaging if you, like, picture your perfect scenario? Say, if, if it's a fictional character or if it's, like, your own... Like, as we were saying before, you have all these expectations going into something. <laughs> I'm just imagining this in a situation, someone perhaps who isn't very sexually experienced or something like that, and they've just basing all of their knowledge off of their favourite oh, TV character yeah. oh, or something in, like, say, you know, like, some that teen TV show. That probably could be, yeah, for sure. Like, can you imagine... I don't know, idolizing like Chuck and Blair or like yeah, that's what I'm I don't know, Ryan and Marissa or something that's really like I don't know, passionate and teenagey and whatever. Yeah. But in reality, like teenage sex is pretty terrible. Like yeah. don't feel bad Absolutely. if you're not having good sex. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely um glamorized, I think, to an extent. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. So and yeah, just like yeah. people in general are glamorized. They're not all yeah. that great. Pe- no. People and yeah, shit. no, I think it is definitely damaging in just the way you think about sex you know like you have these fantasies and you know everything's romanticized and you get there Mm. and you're like oh my god is this something wrong with me or seriously or is it i'm the biggest watcher of television probably that i know and Mm. i didn't have sex till i was almost 20 Mm. and that for me in that moment i was like what is happening like literally not that I had even necessarily built it up or anything like that but just from what you're actually exposed to it's like either straight up pornography that you know like I knew at that age like that's not a thing yeah or just like I don't know how it does happen on tv and I'm like this is weird this is not like don't get me wrong it was all it was all consensual I was fine it was all consensual but it's just like very jarring experience it's it's it's, we a hundred percent romanticize the idea of sex and I think it I think it is a little bit crushing Mm. um, but it's the same in everything we in the west just generally romanticize everything everything yep and um yeah I mean the downfall is we have disappointments because we romanticize everything but I've also had very good sex and some of the best sex in my life with a partner. So, like, you know, it's not all doom and gloom. Yeah, totally. No, We're not, I'm not no, all no, nihilist no, serious, no. though. Oh, except me. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was a nice full circle moment, I think. Mm. Let's throw to another song. Uh, this one's called Gap in the Clouds, and it is by Yellow Days. You are listening to The Naughty Ridge Show here on Sin Nation. That was Simona Castricum with Triumph, and before that was Gap in the Clouds by Yellow Days. And this is the Naughty Root Show on Sin Nation. Uh, 
It's been Erin, Lisa and Kayla tonight. And thanks for joining us. We've had a great show. We've enjoyed your company. Um, if you missed any part of the show, you can jump online uh, and the podcast will be up very shortly. Um, it'll be on iTunes, on Omni and on the SIN website at sin.org.au. And it's just Naughty Rude Show. That's That's who we are. That's where it is. That's where it's at. That's, That's where, where it's at. at. Every you, Sunday, every, 8 to 10. Exactly. Every Sunday, 8 to 10 here on Sin Nation. Love the Nash. Get around Sin Nation and all of our awesome shows. Love me some digital content. Yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Um, yeah. Also follow us on social media, on Facebook, The Naughty Rude Show, for updates during the week and um, our Twitter as well, at Naughty Rude. I'll be posting the podcast through there. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. And um, just one other thing, we got this message in from Anonymous on Tumblr, um, and they've just replied to some of the stuff that we were talking about earlier in the show about um, sexual assault. And they've said, I think it's important to talk about the fact that even if someone is in a relationship, if you are feeling pressure to have sex and it's not consensual, then it is assault. I know that we have moved on to pass that topic, but I feel like a lot of young girls don't know that and don't know that and it's okay to say no even if you are in a relationship and if so they should be more understanding 100 percent absolutely definitely Definitely. i think and i think that's a massive thing that we should be teaching young women Mm. that um they can say no at any point with whoever they are and Mm. um also you know um telling men that and boys or whoever it is that you know Women have the right to say no, and the women have the right to say no to women as well. Which is quite yeah, easy. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and you can. Yeah. Say, I think literally, you can say no at any, any point, point in time. Yeah. It, you know, it can be halfway through yeah, intercourse, yeah. and you can be like, "Mop, don't want to do this anymore," and you yeah, can walk yeah. away. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's completely up to you. What we were saying earlier, if it doesn't feel right in your gut, then you know, yeah, trust yourself. You know, I'm sure there's a one line pun in there somewhere. I just can't mm. can't locate it at this yeah. point. I'm, I'm time. sifting through my, yeah. my mind <laughs> to find something funny to say. It's not happening. It's not a funny thing. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Sexual assault's not funny at all. No. Anyway, we're going to end on that note. Thanks for joining us once again. Um, hope to see you back next week. Yeah, we've loved being here. You'll catch us. Will you catch me here again next week? (laughs) (laughs) It's been nice having you on, Kayla, for sure. Thanks Um, for having me. Stay tuned to Sin. And yeah, I guess. Have a good weekend. Yeah, that one. The weekend's nearly done. You've got two more hours. Get amongst it. Enjoy the rest of it. See ya. You can listen to The Naughty Rude Show live 8 to 10 p.m. every Sunday on Sin Nation. So, so, so skinless.